Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Time Light Meant How Poetry Found Me podcast, where we talk about and and try to bring to life you the day, the time, the energy where it causes you to be the power in your life, the strength in your life, and to allow you to find your way into your own creative power. Uh, this podcast is centered around really writing your thoughts down and trying to implement those actions to bring your life to fruition or your dreams. And those things are done because I once had a dream of trying to provide for my mom, but my mom passed away and it left a lingering thought in my mind about shortcomings. And because of those shortcomings, you know, by God's permission, I was permitted to write 16 books to put myself in a better mental state to deal with loss that occurs every day in somebody's life. And uh, Time Lightman, How Poetry Found Me podcast, we try to merge that together to give you a formula or just an outline, maybe a sketch as to what it takes for you to, to be successful. And when you think about success, you got to think about things that you have to sacrifice for success. And sometimes success is not an easy road. We paint it like, or we try to get you to imagine what success is like. It's not an easy road when you start out on the journey of trying to create your own environment and your own destiny. But you got to look at this where you got to start somewhere. And I'm more interested in people starting early in life. When you start early in life, that means that even with all the great writers in the world or the great thinkers, you have enough time to take those pitfalls, those learning lessons, and keep moving forward. When you get older, you can still have the energy to do that. But when you're older, you have to take care of more responsibilities and you have to look after more people when you're doing certain things and you got to make sure your family is in good the situation, you have to make sure that you're in a good situation. Sometimes that requires you to, to pursue your dream and to work to make both of those work. But when you're young, and I really want you young people to think about this, when you're young and you have this burning desire to want to achieve something, then the main thing that you got to figure out is when you figure out what it is, what do you do to make it work? What do you sacrifice to make it work? Because you're going to have to give up something to make it work. And it's not a negative thing. You know, sometimes people think when you give up something that is negative. No, you have to eliminate certain things so that you can push forward with the dream. And I don't want to give you examples of those because you can find them around. You can find you can find them in your environment. You can find them in your peer group. You can find them outside of your peer group. You can listen to podcasts or you can watch the news when they talk about great discoveries or you can watch television or history channels and they can talk about what men and women did to become successful. But when you're dealing with you, I also think that even when you listen to a podcast or you watch a TV show, you are dealing with your mental frame of mind. Correct? You're dealing with your inadequacies. You're dealing with your strengths and you're dealing with your weaknesses. And the one thing that we fail to do, even as young people and as we get older, we don't want to deal with the weaknesses. And I'm not saying you have to be a superhero, but you have to understand where you fall short in terms of achieving success. Now, normally when you do it, 
when you first start out, you start out alone. And you just got to get used to it. And even if you bring people in with you to do it, you got to understand in their mind, they have other ideas for themselves too. And I always think that when you're in a group, pretty much you're going on alone until everybody synchronized into the one goal or one dream that you have. And sometimes when you look to be an anomaly in a group, then people submit to that because they know that you're more likely to reach a level that they by themselves can't do, which is okay. But just in dealing with you and everything that you see about you, what do you feel when you look at what you're going to sacrifice to make a dream work for you? And I will tell you that when I took the journey to writing, there was nobody there for me to encourage me to write, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm being totally honest. There was nobody that ever told me that I would have a temporary gift into the world of writing. But the divine creator, that's the only way I can explain it. And I went at that alone. There was nobody to correct me or to say anything about what I was doing. Why? Because it wasn't meant for them to tell me that, to scrutinize me, to put me under a microscope. I had to do what was I, what I was inspired to do regardless of if anybody was around me. And you have to be understanding of those things in order for you to achieve what you're after. And so many people say the same thing. You got to go at it alone. And when, as you're traveling up the road of entrepreneurship or creative uh, avenues, you're going to do that until you find like minds. But what if you don't find like minds? Well, you still have to pursue your dream. Because it's your dream. And that desire that burns in you to achieve that means that you have to simply get up and go at it no matter what. And even when you're in high school and you have a dream, right? You still got to be able to function in the world of high school. Yet at the same time, since you don't have any responsibility, marry that relationship to school and dreams together. And my main thing about this, the reason I say this, I think that most of the time, like me, my brothers and sisters, I think some of us loved school and some of us didn't. But what attracted me to school, what made me love it so much was, let's just say if you take away the families and the friends and all that, it was the fact that these teachers was trying to take the time to open up my mind. And you don't have to have school for that. You, Some people get out here and go on this road, down this valley or down this particular road, let's travel to discover what they can do to achieve what they want. Or they just surrender to the, the structure of the school system and then they just go it along. But for me, school simply meant camaraderie, if I had to have that. But the teachers that was taking the time to bring my mind to a level of freedom, I would think. And I didn't get caught in the structure of I need to do this or I need to do that. But I got caught up into the structure of what can my mind achieve, whether I'm in school or not. What can my mind achieve? And I'm telling you right now, all the things that you see in front of you was created by a human being from the natural resources that God has provided for man. I just want to make that clear. That anything that you see that man has created in this world comes from the natural resources that God has permitted us to use our mind to create. 
then why can't you do the same thing? Why can't you and I find something that's a long life passion that we can kind of make real? Not kind of make real, make real. Or what is it that will wake us up to make us get up every morning and pursue this even while we're in high school to make sure that we have a mind that's so focused that our parents, when they see it, they'll know that that young man or that young child or that young girl, they're really after something. So let's just give them our support because they're not going to turn away from that. And when you get that desire to burn it like that, then the next thing you want to do is find out what does it take to achieve it. Now, as you're working on it in high school, then that may make a transition for you to go to college. I happen to look up into college because Alabama State University had this open door policy that I thought was really beneficial to me at the time because without Alabama State University, I would not have had a college degree. I would not have had anybody to tell me that my mind meant something to me. Once I was able to get that opportunity and I shared that with my mom, she was excited for me. And, and, and the story about my mom was when you get to be a certain age, like 18, 19, and you're around your mom, you begin to think that you, as a young man, have some control or ability to manipulate your mom. I didn't never try to manipulate my mom, but I did, as a young man, felt that, you know, I had control of my life, but yet I was living under her roof. And the thing about living with your parents or parents at that time, or at least my mom was like, it was torturous because you want to do certain things and she's not letting you do that because that's her house and those are her rules. And sometimes as a, as a young man, you get frustrated with that because you want to control what you want to control. And my mom said something to me. I don't know if I shared this on the podcast with you guys, but this is how it went. She said to me, she said, you are started really starting to feel yourself and you're really starting to you know frustrate me you can't come in my house acting this way around your brothers and sisters and at that time I didn't want to hear it but she said you got you got you got one or two things you can do you can go in the military or you can go to work or you can go to school but you can't come here and do that and that's like the age old story for any young man right your mom is trying to set a tone for you to live your life she never wanted me to be dependent upon her I wanted her to to be dependent upon me not so much like locked into me but the things that I wanted to do for her right and I just got to thinking you know how can I change this situation and a young man named Frederick Franklin I think I talked about him once before just came up to me and told me about Alabama State University and when I just to skip to when I got there or before I before I left she was proud of me. She was proud that I was trying to get out here in this world on my own and create a life for myself. And she wasn't even worried about if I could take care of her. She just wanted me to give up something to make my dreams come true. And what I had to give up, I had to give up being dependent upon her. I couldn't just stay in her house and have her to take care of me. My duty, as I saw it as her son, was to get out here and make it in do something for her and we my my friend my friend uh, Dexter Moses his mom and dad like I said in the previous podcast they drove us to there and as I'm as they're driving they're talking but I'm looking at the trees and things that I had never been I don't think that I had ever gone to Montgomery Alabama in my life I don't think I've ever gone past or 
two, two, I think I probably went to Tuskegee when I played basketball. Maybe Montgomery when I played basketball, but I'm not 100% certain. Those things just kind of fall by the wayside. I know I did certain things, but to go to a university, which was an HBCU, Historically Black University or College, and when I arrived there, I, it was quiet. It wasn't like the booming thing that it was going to be. But while the, the homeboys was talking, I was still thinking in my mind, how could I best change the environment for my mom? What am I willing to sacrifice to do that? And you got to understand when you are trying to put yourself in a position to be your own personal leader, you don't need to lead anybody else. If you lead, if you lead yourself with good discipline and structure, if people like and see that, then people would be attracted to that. If they don't, then that's okay. You can't worry about them. The reason is that you're after your dream. They're after their dream. And what you find out when you get around a lot of people that what you are aspiring to doing, a lot of them may not do. So if you're trying to associate with people, you need to associate with people that's going in the same direction as you're going. That's the only way it's going to work. For you to have some sense of stability and happiness, you have to find like minds, even in high school and college and beyond, to build a successful life for yourself. And when you get to a university, the most prominent thing that sticks out is the professors and what they're going to teach you inside of the classroom. A lot of them sincerely care about you. And you can get the feeling if some people don't, but normally if you're in a, in a university environment, the teacher's or the professor's mind has to be so evolved past personal issues that they can try to see into you and what you need to do in order for you to make it. And it's the same thing in high school, but they can't see any more than what you give them. You have to give something of yourself. You have to sacrifice that window or that shield that you have and allow them to pierce inside so that they can give you the information that you need to thrive. If you still have a shield on and they're trying to speak to you professionally and in a college environment, if you got a shield on and they speak to you, it's just going to bounce right off of you. And that simply boils down to you not feeling that you can learn it. You don't feel that you have time for it. And sometimes we would break away from class. The instant that we break away from class, you had young men at the time that would smoke weed and you know, drinking and partying and all that because that made, that's the vulnerability that they, that they chose to share in their college endeavors. And you're going to do the same thing. You're going to find, even in high school, and with, the, with today's pressures, with technology and social media, it's even more pressure on the young people because you're, you're, you're gravitating towards always having your phone. You're gravitating to want to look at the latest tweet or the latest Instagram post or the latest Facebook posting and TikTok and all that other stuff that you have that you don't really know how to put the phone down and take a minute for your own mind. We're inundated with images all the time. And social media is a good thing if it's used properly. But if your dream is to create an app, then you have to understand how they do that, and then you have to create an app for yourself. If you're trying to be an influence, I guess you got to find things to influence other young people or people to, to get into so that you can become a blue star, as they would say on certain posts. 
But more importantly, how are you setting the foundation for your mind and the future? Your present situation will almost tell you what your future situation is going to be. If you are a person and you love to frolic and have fun and all that, then more than likely your future is going to be that way until you change. But some people very rarely change because in their mindset, they think that this is the most important thing. And I remember people that I know growing up in college or having things of this nature that all they wanted to do was party. Me, I didn't want to do that. I indulged with the homeboys a little bit, but I couldn't overindulge In my mind, it was always about my mom and my family. And it's still like that as I'm doing this podcast for you presently. It always has been about how can I help my brothers and sisters live a better life. And it's still like that now. That means that to me, even in my past, that still circulate in my DNA because there was a mission that I felt that I needed to do in this life. And I'm still working towards it in this life. You believe that? After all these years of talking, it's still the essence of who I am to be someone that can help his family along. And I wasn't trying to party every night. I wasn't trying to, you know, run the street and and feel like I was a part of a group. That just never was me. I was better off trying to seek and understand psychology or seeking to understand business management or seeking to understand physics and see could I understand the social structure that I was living in and also tried to understand what it takes to elevate the mind of men and how can you elevate the mind of women and you're going to have a if your goal is to do that you're going to have a problem because like even right now with me telling you the same thing that we talked about those many years ago we talk about now the dream is a thing that has to drive you every morning that you get up. The dream to implement something in the culture that you live in or the society that you that you live in that human beings can use and actually find beneficial to their lives. Those are the things that have to drive you. Now, there is, I think they say, almost 8 billion people on the planet. To me, when I hear 8 billion people, I hear 8 billion ideas. And if you give two ideas to each human being then that's 16 billion ideas but everybody don't use their ideas to elevate the world that we live in because if 16 billion ideas came just from two people like two ideas from people with ideas and they were implemented for the betterment of the world we'd be farther along but our world and our ideas are mixed with our emotions and where we find ourselves in life in life And people are always saying or praying and asking God to help them, right? But your sacrifice has to be something that the universe can identify with to help you break through what you're doing. If you're not sacrificing anything, you're not going to get anything. You have to be willing to give up something in order for you to advance the cause that you have. And no matter who you listen to, they had to give up something to be in the position that they're in. No human being makes it to the top without giving up something. And it's in all of the history books. It's in all of the biblical books. It's in anything that you read that has gotten us to the point that we are. And even in nature, I'll give you a case in point of something that I saw on Instagram, I think. It was, it was this, um, I think it was a cheetah or a panther. And there was this railing where this panther 
had gotten hold of a cow's neck. And the cheetah was trying to kill the cow so that it could eat. Now, it wasn't a disturbing video to me, but what, what, what happened is that the people that was driving the car had a camera and they recorded the incident. Mind you, had not the camera been there anyway, that panther would have still been looking for food to feed itself and maybe its family. And they don't feed on the weak. They feed on the ones that are vulnerable to the condition that nature gives it in order to survive. And a lot of people thought that that was a horrible shot, but it is not. That's the call of nature. If that camera would not have been there, this deal would have happened. The video ended, but I don't know necessarily what happened between the two animals or whether or not man intervened to stop nature from doing what it needed to do. That panther would not have attacked that animal if it wasn't hungry. And that particular cow didn't know that it was going to meet its end that way. But the hunger of nature dictated that that panther feed itself. And when you put the camera on that and you look at that, then your heart as a human being goes out because you don't want anything to die or be killed. But in nature, that's how it has to be. That's how everything lives. And it's not right or wrong. It's the way it is set up. That cow had to give up his life so that that panther could eat. But that panther at the same time had to search out for a life so that it could stay alive too. And my thing is, the reason I bring that up is because sometimes we point the camera in a direction that is none of our business. And even if you capture it, it is like none of our business. But your dream is your business. You can't stop and intervene in somebody else's dream if you're not trying to fulfill your own. You can't help somebody else with their dream if you aren't fulfilled enough to take care of your own. And this is what we got to find ourselves in today in society. And ladies and gentlemen, we, back in the day when I was in school, we didn't have all this, this technology that we have today. And to me, I'm just saying it is, it's, a, it's amazing. It allows us to do so much. It allows us to reach people in an instant. You can reach like a billion people with social media in an instant. Why? Because people are tuned in. They're still hungry for the things that they want to hear and the things that they want to see and the things that they want to do. And they find podcasts, they find videos, they find snippets, they find Facebook, they find all of the things that are created for us to find those like minds to help us accomplish what we want. We're in a great space. I think the human being is in a great space for the level of physical creativity, the mental ability to bring things to life. And My thing is, the cautionary tale I want to tell is that you can't sacrifice your spiritual side just to try to catch the material side. But if your dream is to work in conjunction with everything higher thinking and it is to ultimately achieve what you want, then you have to make sure that when you get there that there's some part of you that is willing to share the formula for people to achieve what they want even if they start from nothing. always hear these podcast or people speaking saying they start from nothing but when they start from nothing they never tell you how to get there I'm telling you how to get there you got to find a dream and this don't cost you a thing at all 
I do the podcast because I just want you to be free enough to know what it really takes. You have to be able to like, if you don't like to read, you need to read something inspirational. If you if you don't pick up the books, then you need to go to the social media sites where people are trying to build your mind to help you accomplish what you want. You got to be a builder in your mind in order for you to uh, get anything. But not only are you constructing it in your mind, but when you get it fully constructed by writing it down, then you need to put the steps in place. Now, I can't tell you what the steps are going to be for your dream or your goal, but there has to be an action step every single time in order for you to get where you want to go. You're not going to get that any, any other way. Nobody, Somebody can come and hold your hand and take you up there with them. But remember, you're going with them. You're not going on your own so they can hold you and they can let you go. But let's just say if somebody's able to take you and they can say, I'm going to take you and I'm going to put you right here. This spot right here is where you can build your dream. I can't keep taking you up there with me. If you can build from here and you can keep making sure you set that foundation solidly, then we can meet each other at the top. But right now, I just can't hold on to you because I have my thing that I need to do. If someone is willing to open a door for you and put you in a spot to say, this is where you start. And if you can see that it's honest and that it's fair and that it's true, then start from there. We all going to need a helping hand, ladies and gentlemen, no matter what we say or what we do. You're going to have to put the best part of you in front of you every single day. And that doesn't mean you're going to always be happy. That doesn't mean that you're going to always be smiling. But the energy that you have, even if it's fatigued energy, it has to be, I got to do this, but my dream is more important. I got to do that, but my dream is the outstanding thing that I feel that I must accomplish. And it's all about you putting in the work. And everybody that I have ever listened to or ever read has stated that you cannot accomplish your dream or anything if you don't put in the work. And putting in the work means that you have to sacrifice something to prove to yourself that you're willing to go after your dreams. This is how the foundation of the world was built. And regardless of how we feel about how it was built, man has done and man has done an extraordinary thing of creating these environments that they've created. And in order for that to continue on, you got to sacrifice something of yourself to build in yourself the traditions and the foundation that it takes to make yourself identified so that you can leave a living legacy as well. We have to be the ones to change our thinking when it comes to saving our own dreams. Nobody can save your dream but you, and you must realize this. Nobody can sacrifice for your dream but you. Nobody can authenticate your dream but you. Nobody can give you that burning desire like Dr. Napoleon Hill says if you don't give it to yourself. You have to have a desire so strong that it overcomes the fact that you have to work and do your dream. But if you're young and you got a family that believes in you or not, you have a dream, then you must do everything that you can every day of your young life to find those pitfalls, to eliminate them and keep building towards the stream 
that you see yourself swimming in. And if you can find that stream and you can and you can connect with it through your mental ability and that you can connect with it by writing it down and that you can take the mental and the written and then find the action that'll get you there then you're on your way on everything that you do and that's on anything that you do it all has to start from within it has to be a burning desire from within and you have to write it down so that the desire can see what it's after and then you got to take the action to make sure that that action is going to get you where you need to be. Why? Because you're going to sacrifice to see that every step of the way that that dream is going to manifest in your lifetime. And I'm telling you this because my mom passed away and my dream did not manifest in my lifetime. And that still is a part of my DNA even as I do this podcast. Why? Because I love my mom so much and I attach so much of my success to wanting her to see what I wanted to reveal to her that every day I still think about my shortcomings and that when I was younger, I should have sacrificed even more to do that. You must understand that you got to sacrifice even more, even if it's just for you. You don't have to attach it to anybody. You have to make sure that it's for you And that you're willing to sacrifice to make sure that you get the right advice. And if you don't get the right advice, that you give yourself the right advice. You write down that right advice and you put the right steps into making sure that it comes true. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for joining me on this podcast. It has been an honor of mine to try to put my thoughts out there into the world in hopes that somebody would be able to see if it can help them. I didn't do this to seek to change the world. I do this because I want to seek to change my own frame of mind. And if you listen, hopefully it'll be able to help you change your frame of mind. Because we're all in this earth together. We're all in this earth together. And nothing else is going to change that. And I want to thank Spotify for allowing my podcast to be uploaded to their stream. It's been really generous. And I like to thank Anchor once again for allowing me to have this platform to do my podcast so that it can be uploaded to Spotify. And I continue to to try to serve both by trying to give the most positive message that I can or instructive message, whichever you choose. But to try to give the world a feel for what you need to work towards if you want to be happy. So ladies and gentlemen, in closing, I have four quotes for you. One is from Dr. Napoleon Hill, Antonio T. Smith Jr., Eric Thomas, and myself. Dr. Hill says, if the mind can't conceive it and believe it, then the mind can't achieve it. And that all goes back to what are you willing to sacrifice for? Because even Dr. Hill said you got to give up something. Sometimes you just might might have to give up sleep. Sometimes you might have to work up early. Sometimes you might have to stay up late. But if you're young, you got time. You got energy. Make sure you get after it. And if you're older, you got time. You got energy. Just make sure you get at it. Antonio T. Smith Jr. says you can't plant better, you can't dominate. 
was one of his phrases when he was talking about trying to get man or, get, you know, get, get the group to understand that these dreams are not just going to happen on their own. You got to think your way through your dream. You got to take the steps for your dream. And the reason that he gave the quote, he was never talking about you dominating people. He was talking about you dominating your ideas and you're able to share those ideas with people. Then those people can come in and help you achieve your dream. But if not, you still got to have, you still got to plant that strong mindset to go after your own dream. Eric Thomas says, make the rest of your life the best of your life. Once you start implementing and, you know, get that desire and write these things down and you start taking those action steps, you're going to make the life, you're going to, you're going to make your life, the rest of your life, the best of your life. Why? Because you're doing the thing that's going to get you where you need to be. Even if you're taking that swim upstream, upstream alone, you're going to still put your energy into that dream. Why? Because that's something that you feel you want to do. And that's how you make the rest of your life the best of your life. And, you know, my quote is, life does not require more from you. Life does not require less from you. Life only requires that you maximize your 24 hours. And in doing so, you can have anything that you desire. And if you look into the world today, anything people have desired, they've been able to do. And I don't get into what it is or what it isn't. But if people desire it, they make it happen. Regardless of the repercussion. But your life is 24 hours span like every other creature on the planet. Nobody exceeds 24 hours. But you got to maximize your 24 hours. So your dream has to be a part of your 24 hours, regardless of what people say or do. You know, you got to have time to enjoy life. But that dream is a part of your 24 hours. If it's not a part of your 24 hours, then you need to make it a part of your 24 hours and work on it like you work on everything else. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time. Peace.